When there are no meetings to make, how do you stay clean? Stay tuned to find out. Good, grateful morning. Thank you for tuning in to the Pink Cloud Podcast. Let me start by saying, I am proud of you. You put you first. You made you a priority. How does that make you feel? From this small moment, we start building the momentum to conquer the latter half of this year. We can't keep relying on our past. We can't keep hiding our past. No matter what your past is, you could have graduated from Harvard, or you could be a convicted felon like me. It doesn't matter. Own it and move on. We have enough going on in 2020 to worry about that we don't need to worry about what we did in 2008. The world is constantly changing. So why aren't you? What are you waiting for? Let's take that leap. Right now, start to invest in yourself and value yourself. Keep making yourself your number one priority like you did today. I improved my life in three easy steps. I adapted to my circumstances, I acted on my thoughts, and I achieved the things that I kept saying I would do tomorrow. What are you going to do for yourself today so that you can be the best version of you tomorrow? Are you going to evolve, adapt, act, achieve? The world is constantly changing. We have to change also. We can't be complacent. For me, comfort is weakness. So let's grow together. Keep tuning in. I know that every episode's not going to be perfect. After all, I'm just a guy making a podcast in his bedroom, hoping that I can help someone. But it's in that hope that I find the belief in myself, in this podcast, and in you, that together, we can maybe just change one person's life. Today on the Pink Cloud Podcast, we continue our interview with music therapist Tom Schweitzer. And I had a mild form of COVID and I'm still, I have residual effects, but you know, the young man, 20 years old across the hallway was on a ventilator and probably not going to make it. And um, actually, he was in a, another part of the hospital. And I was hoping, I think they were going to send him to another uh, hospital. But I'm sitting there in this room of isolation. And then I get, you know, maybe 500 texts and Facebook posts. And I'm thinking, it sent me into tears at least 10 times in that hospital. Because I'm thinking, how lucky am I to be in an isolation room? And I have all these people and lo- all this love. And there are people out there, and because they didn't do what you did, they, they had their seven years, but they never got to the other side. They have isolated themselves. They have thrown everybody out of their lives. They don't know how to connect. They don't know how to love. They have no one. And that mm-hmm. is the fear I have. And that is why I think drug use is up. Alcohol is up. Um, and also teen, not just teen, suicide. You know, well, we're yeah. going to have something happen here in the next few months that I... I, I, I pray that we don't, but it's obvious. You know, there's, there are so many people just so um, lost and lonely that 
suicide rate is already started to grow, but it's, it's going to get worse. Yeah, no, I agree. And I mean, I have like wanted to cry even just hearing you say that, right? Because I've been, I've been there. I was there in December. I was going through a rough patch as strong as I am, you know, but um, you know, to those people that are out there and don't have that connection or anybody to talk to right now. And, and, and if you're thinking about that, it's okay to wander and it's okay to be lost right, right now. And just keep wandering. Don't stop. Just wander with purpose, right? You can, you'll find your direction. You just have to wander with a purpose, you know? And, um, you have so many good quotes, Boomer. (laughs) (laughs) I, I don't, you know, I just, I like, I I love recovery. Wander with the direction is like amazing, but you said something else that I think is unbelievable. As strong as I am, you were talking about December. Yeah. I think that this is the myth for you and me. Like people think because I'm this therapist that gives, you know, inspiration and they're always so happy and he has this and you should read his whatever, you know, he performs. Yeah. With you, like you are, you're a motivational, you're on that bike motivating people. They're losing weight. They're getting their lives together. And now you're doing this. What people have to understand that statement you said, as strong as I am, is so important because that's you and me in this minute. And it doesn't mean within 17 minutes later. Yeah. questioning you know who we are what are we doing do i want to drink do i want do i want you know i'm diabetic do i want sugar am i going to yeah. shove that in my face we make choices the whole time and it doesn't mean that we're we have it together i don't think anyone has it together no one does constantly constantly every minute of the day just trying to keep it together but what sets people apart and i think what sets you and i apart from that sense is that we know we don't have it together, right? And that is the challenge, right? Because if you think you do, you're, you're going to fail. That's just, it's just like, if, if I say in my recovery, I got this, I don't need to worry. Uh, everybody better come running because you better worry, you know? Well, yeah, because I think when you think that you, you've, you've learned, you have it together, then you don't allow your vulnerability Exactly. I'm a big Brene Brown fan. And what you had to do to get yourself where you are, Boomer, and, and me too in a different way because of abuse, we had to be vulnerable to say, I am this. I made these mistakes. And yep. you do that on multiple levels too because you ha- you're also a dad. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's Oh, my God, he's so cute too. Thanks, wow. it's- the greatest thing that's ever happened to me you know and it's uh this father's day I, you know i had no intention of ever moving back and um you know i haven't even shared this with anybody but uh matthew gave me a a, a a card and it said i love you i miss you you know please don't take me away and that is the moment i decided to move back wow. you know because i forgot what it was like to be a dad you know wow, boomer. through my through my addiction and and, and stepping out of my son's life and making the adult decision to remove myself to better myself and then come back and be the father he needed. But I just forgot, you know, I forgot what it was like to sleep next to him and to hang out with him for more than two hours. And wow. uh, I forgot what my purpose in life was. Yeah. If that makes sense, you know, it totally makes sense. And the, the courage it takes to step away. Yeah, well, and I'm, I'm going to throw you another quote here, you know, just because I, I was writing a song and I didn't finish the song, but I came up, it was about Matthew and I came up with this line because somebody, you know, I got a lot of flack when I left him to come out here. 
And then after my life started changing and I started growing and I realized it was the right decision. And I, this is before I decided to move back. I wrote down, I'd rather have him see me shine from afar than die next to him. Oh my God. You know, and, and that, 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 that like just hit me, you know, but, but it's, it's the truth, right? Sometimes it's hard. We have to make the hard decision, like right now in COVID, right? Do we want to go out and hang out with our friends because we need that human connection and risk getting people sick? Right. Or do we suck it up? Do we right. do the challenging thing and stay home and sit with ourselves and possibly grow as human beings and save lives and see exactly. where that gets us? And that's, right? and, and that's where, where I think completely right. And I think that's where people have fear because when, you are all by, when you're by yourself, you have to be with yourself. And then a vulnerability hits. Yeah. And then vulnerability either turns you to alcohol, food, drugs. And that's why as a music therapist, we're just, music is one tool, one tool that you could use to turn to. Yeah. Uh, I, and then, although I play music all the time, I've turned to painting, I've turned to you know, this breathing meditation, which I was like, I never knew you could make your own meditation. Yeah. You know, years ago, it was always like, it had to be like this. But that, the courage of having to step away to better yourself because you love someone is huge. And that's all this turns out to be, Boomer. It only turns out to be, now I'm 48 and I, I, I forget, how old would you be right now? I'm 32, I'm almost 33. <laughs> yeah. So we're older now. Yeah. And, and you realize that all we are worth, all we are is the story that we had here. And that's it. Like, yeah. um, you know, we can celebrate like we did uh, for John Lewis yesterday. Beautiful. Uh, it was really beautiful. And then, you know, his time here now, he yeah. just leaves legacy behind. But yeah. we're only here for this moment. So what you went through and how you got to your son and how you got to like making even this podcast today that is nothing is interesting in the world, in a book, on, in theater, in a movie, if there is not conflict, <laughs> if there is not struggle, and then there's some sort of like, whoa. Yeah. And I think that that is, I look at my life the same. And I, I say, okay, there was, you know, childhood abuse, alcoholism in my family, and a lot of very bizarre, dark netflix movie worthy situation yeah. and and but because of that this is where i think you were so honest earlier about you know as strong as i am i feel the same because of what i witnessed and went through and suppressed i still am a i'm 48 and i'm strong and i can help people i still have so many things that i have some intimacy problems i've con control yeah. If COVID taught us anything, you don't have control. Yeah. You don't have control of anything where you're shopping, where you're going. Amazon, you want to buy something, it might come in eight weeks. Yeah. Want to see somebody? Can't. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And so we put our lives into these. And my company, a place to be is my whole world. Yes. And, and being in that isolation room in the hospital, I was like, it is my whole world. But Tom, you need to like, there's more, there's you. Yeah. There's, and I have to separate myself sometimes from my mission um, because I'm a real human being who like has some pneumonia and I, I could 
it could be worse. And you're a real, you're a real human being who feels, you know, many things because of where, what your past was. And I think you reaching out boomer to, to people that need this right now is just an absolute gift to them. Well, I mean, I look at it like, and I think this is cool that we're doing this because like when I needed somebody, you and Dolly were there for me, you know, the world was different then. Right. And I was different then. And you were, we were all different then, but you guys were there for me and you guys opened my eyes to so much. And I think back all the time to creative youth, you know, and, and so many of the cool things that we got to do there and taking that, um, that, um, that, that show into the schools and, and, you know, normal and what is normal to you is a stranger to me a line from that show written by garrett sits with me i think about that line every single day every single day i think about that line and it means more now wow and it means more now today if you think about it right because what's normal to all of us is, is is a stranger to me and one of my friends uh messaged me the other day and they are sober now. Uh, they got 90 days, I think. And, um, you know, they said that my story helped them uh, get sober. And that's always makes me happy. But they said something to me that made me think about that. What's normal to you is a stranger to me. They said, thank you for normalizing sobriety. Mm. Right. And then I had to think on that. Sober is normal, right? Sober is normal. Our bodies, we were born, we weren't born to put substances into our bodies, right? So sober is normal. I was normal when I knew you. I was sober, right? So the stranger to me is addiction. The stranger to life and everybody is addiction. So we have such a stigma on addiction and recovery. We should have a stigma on people that drink alcohol, on people that use drugs, because that's not normal. And I'm not saying anything negative against them, you know, but just in that mindset, right? It dates back all the way to that creative youth. And I just think that this like mm-hmm. through line that builds, right? And life right. that we never see coming. And then I, we think and we talk and things come up. It's fascinating, right? It's it is really fascinating. And our cultures, you know, lead us to be like normalize alcohol. Yeah. You know, we, there's many parties around this area that I live and you know that. Oh, I do. And there's not many there. And I mean like, you know, um, real... Uh, not like house parties, but older. Yeah. You know, uh, we call we call that hobnobbing. Hobnobbing. Yeah, yeah. Hob-nobbing. <laughs> we drink a lot of alcohol, and I yep. have I have myself, and you know, to be somebody, it's not also normal, or it's not average. Yeah. To be somebody that can like have one drink or nope. a set. Yeah. You know, you don't. There are people that can do it. And that, I think that's, was the reset for me. Yeah. Like last night I did have, um, now to be honest, the coronavirus gives you <laughs> a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah. So when I came out of the hospital and I'm a red, I like red wine, I'm Italian. I, I, can yeah. drink I got like a quarter of it in my mouth. And what's interesting is I don't want it. It did. And, and for me to get myself back in check, because when you have like your dad and my dad, when you have somebody in your life, you know, your dad and you, nobody like starts down that road and goes, oh, wow, I think I'm going to become an addict. Yeah, exactly. Like, nobody says I'm going to be a drug addict. Nobody. Nobody. And, you know, I, I thought about that. I was like, wow, I guess that's how it just, because you hear also in AA often too, it just crept up on me. Yeah. It just, it just, before I knew it. And, 
You know, I've, I've worked with um, more uh, women than men with um, alcoholism and, you know, it's like the children, she's making, she's drinking a wine for dinner and yep. there's three glasses of wine. She's exhausted by 830 and put the kids to bed. There's one more. Yeah. And before they know it, seven years have gone. By. My beautiful creatures, it is time. Make your playlist. In a world where we are begging for human connection, let music be our guide. It can take us to the lowest of lows or the highest of highs, all while sitting in our chair. Check our Instagram, Pink Cloud Podcast, every day for our song of the day and on Mondays for my playlist of the week. Hashtag make your playlist. And if you would like to share your story on this podcast, please DM us on Instagram because we want to hear more from you than less from me. The following is a sneak peek. Make sure you hit up those DMs if you want to hear more. Here's Cookie Wallace. It takes strength to survive. You can't fault my reputation. Got my feet on the pavement. Yeah, hustling's my religion. Got these packs on deck. Cause I gotta pay the bills. If there ain't nothing left, it's time to cure my ills. Yo, fine line, main line. Let the blind lead the blind. Everybody's struggling. I'm just trying to get my plowing through the darkness. Some might say I'm heartless. A lion's gotta eat. It's survival on the streets on. I'm bleeding out on the ground can't make a sound overdose comatose the walls are caving if it takes strength to survive then why you think I'm weak can't be wearing these red bottoms and be thriving on the streets from corner boy to kingpin that's a game you can't win throw yourself off that bridge see it flash game and new face same place caught inside that rat race trying to be fly but your game's a fucking disgrace walking on the street lights junkies trying to get right prize fight limelight you know music certainly helped influence and save my life and that song you heard a sneak peek of that's a song i wrote with my nephew and one of my best friends and tom He helped influence my life in so many ways, and I want to thank him from the bottom of my heart for being my first interview and and trusting me and believing in me to figure out what I'm doing as I go. And I'm honored that after all of these years, we can still speak as if no time went by. So make sure you stay tuned for his full interview that'll be posted on all of our streaming platforms. I know we have spoken so much about the lack of human connection that we have right now. But as Tom has said, allow music to help fill that void. Spend this time and learn how to build a deeper connection with yourself or or rebuild that connection in general. And allow music or your playlist to help you build that connection. For me, I know I'm always curious and I'm always searching for a deeper meaning as to what makes myself and and anyone tick. So thank you for listening. Thank you for growing with me. Thank you for trusting me with your valuable time. As always, I love you. I believe in you. And I am beyond proud of you. My name is Boomer Rose. This is the Pink Cloud Podcast. 